Blog Talk Radio.
got it together, didn't we? We've definitely got our thing together, don't we? Isn't that nice? I mean, really, when you really sit and think about it, isn't it really, really nice? I can easily feel myself slipping more and more ways. Super world of my own. Nobody but you and me. We've got it together, baby.
Hi, everybody. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. This is co-host P. Roth with you today. Hope you guys have a great day. Mr. Talk will be back shortly. Um, kind of blindsided me here, y'all, so I don't even know what you guys, are, what, what he was talking about, what was going on. So, hey, we just going to wing it for a minute. Is that okay? Hey, you got to be okay. I mean, what are you going to do? Shoot me? Nah. <laughs> No, I don't think so. That's not going to happen. At any rate, let's see here. What do we have? I was just reading an article, an interesting article earlier today about fracking in Texas. And it's talking about um, this oil field that wouldn't run without the Mexican Nationals. And, you know, the question was asked was, are they legal and do they have paperwork? Well, nobody seemed to care because they said it doesn't matter because they're hardworking Mexican nationals. Now, they call this highway a death highway. And because of it's U.S. 285. And they said that it's just one, that's just one symptom of, of, of the West Texas fracking boom, fracking boom, which is so ferocious, the local in, infrastructure from the schools to the hotels, the restaurants, and the roads can't even keep up with it. Vehicle crashes in this one particular county, which is Reeves County, uh, which is a key stretch of the highway, have risen 300% in the past decade. Because of the oil frenzy, because of all of this, 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 this fracking that's going on, and because of this big oil boom that they got going out there. Now they don't care, you know. Of course, you know, forty-five might care. They don't care whether the people are legal or not, as long as they. This is what they're saying: those are hard-working Mexican nationals. They never really asked the question, answered the question, well, whether they were legal or whether they had the paperwork to work here as long as they were there to do the work. And that's the thing. That's the thing. They're working 14-hour days, you know, two weeks on and then one week off. So, but the thing about it is, as long as there is a profit to be made, they have fire, they give them fire resistance, clothing because, you know, it is a dangerous job, you know, and that's the only precaution that they really have. That's the only precaution, the only change that they have made, you know, and, and of course, the work itself, you know, because if the work stops, a truck stops, they could end up getting crushed by, you know, machinery or poisoned by the hydrogen sulfide gas. You know, they end up covered in oil and mud and, and, and drilling fluid, you know. And then, of course, they got the laundromats there. But most of the time, the men just throw their clothes away instead of washing them. So that's why they have the truckload of the fire-resistant clothing. Isn't that just amazing? Isn't that just amazing how because of the bottom line, because there is another so-called oil gold rush, 
now that you would risk people's lives, legal or illegal, you know, to get your bottom line up, just to get the job done. Ignore all of the OSHA rules, all of the safety rules, because they're really they're really not American. So what 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 does it matter? But at the same time, let's build the wall. Let's keep them out. But here is an industry right at the border, so to speak. You know, right at the desert. See, and the safety for human kind is just non-existent. They don't care. They're Mexican nationals. They work hard. We're going to use them. And we don't care about the crash rate going up. We don't care about how many accidents are on the job. You know, um, as long as the bottom line is met, as long as the job is done. As long as you're there, as the article said, he said his job is to be able to haul in at a moment's notice whatever is needed for a rig to keep running. So we don't care as long as you keep these rigs running. You know, and it says it can be anything from a pipe to directional drilling tools. Um, the, the biggest problem, though, they said, is the newbie drivers, which is the cause of a lot of the crashes. You know, so... It does not matter. They call them the the they call them the fortune seekers, the sucking in fortune seekers with it. That many of these young men who work on the fracking rigs making as much as a hundred thousand dollars a year or even more. But around the field there are also armies of truck drivers, man camp builders, truck stop workers and other hardy entrepreneurs. Seeker shops, you know, School bus depot. It was a school bus that was converted to a cafeteria to sell tamales. So everything that they 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 can do, they're doing. Now get this. Apart from the actual fracking rig, the best place to get a feel for the boom is at a truck stop, and that's the Flying J truck stop. Imagine that, the Pilot and Flying J truck stop. It is their grocery store, their restaurant, their hangout, and coffee shop for thousands of the workers. They start streaming in there at 4 a.m. Breakfast is usually ready by 7 a.m. They have showers. They have everything that they need. But don't call it a man camp because it's not a man camp. And the hotels are now kicking in because now, Rather than the fifty, sixty, eighty, maybe a hundred dollar a night, right now the hotels there are three hundred dollars a night or higher. We're talking about capitalism at its best. See, so what is this? What is this? These people are working fourteen hour days. You know, they got to have a place to sleep. They got to have a comfortable a place to rest. Yes, they're making a lot of money, but at what risk? But we still say build the wall. We don't want them over here, but our people are not coming there doing these jobs. They know the dangers of it. See, they know the dangers of it. So we're not going to risk our lives to do it, but it's okay to risk theirs. It's okay to risk theirs. 
see? That's that two-edged sword with that double speak. That, you know, okay, it's okay for you, but it's not okay for our citizens. They can do it. They're hardworking. They don't mind. And because they don't have the opportunity to make this kind of money in their country, guess what? We're going to use them. We're not going to address the issue of whether they are legal or not. And not only that, they are building more lanes on the highway to accommodate the oil that's flowing out of there. So out of the 990 rigs operating in the U.S., Permian, which is the company that these rigs own, has 459 of them. That's more than half. That's more than half. With more than 60 right there in Reeves County. So... Most of them say it's just uh, even though this is a multi-billion-dollar process right now, and that when they were asked about the the number of unauthorized immigrants, they estimated that there were probably about twenty thousand unauthorized immigrants working in the Texas oil and gas industry. And if that was accurate, that would represent about 5% of the workers that was working in the fracking. But then they said that that number is a lot smaller than that, that it was overestimated. And their reason in saying that, yeah, we won't use, you know, um, undocumented aliens because, they have, we have a lot to lose if we use undocumented aliens. We, 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 we are a multi-billion dollar energy company. And if we, we use them with these illegal, illegal employment practices, then we stand a chance to lose, you know. But that's not what was reflected in the survey. So my question is, and looking at this this, this 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 article, is it's a dangerous job. You got twenty thousand illegals possibly working on this job, and you're saying, no, not really, because we wouldn't do that because we stand the chance of you know being fine, losing money, or what have you. But at the same time, you got accidents that went up by three hundred percent. You're steadily expanding. Everybody is making a buck off of this. Hotels have increased their 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 rates, and everybody around there is making a buck. And you're you're hiring them for cheap labor. Now they didn't say they said they can make as much as a hundred thousand dollars a year, but it didn't say that all of them were. It did say that they were hardworking and that they worked fourteen hour days. Imagine that. 
but we want to build a wall. But there's 20,000 approximately working along Death Highway, but we want to build a wall. Keep them out. Keep them out. Let's keep them out. No, we don't have it. They're taking all of our jobs out. Are you going to go down there and work there and do these jobs? Let's just be honest. The most of the jobs that they had, we, you know, American citizens at the same time really don't want to do them. When you look alongside the road and you see them have, holding the signs and doing the road work, who do we see? Why? Because Americans don't want to do those jobs. It's not that they're not qualified for them. They were low paid, and nobody wanted to do them. So they started listening to them as non-traditional jobs, and women started working them. Yeah, we have women out there working on the road. We have women out there, you know, holding the signs in the traffic while they're doing construction in any state, in any city you go to. So regardless, so regardless of of regardless of the dangers, Texas has a great. They're making a great profit. Even said it. They're making a great profit. <laughs> and the money is staying in the economy. It's staying within the Texas economy. Because they can't go anywhere. They got to live there. They got to work there. They got to sleep there. They got to eat there. So it stays within the circle. But you don't hear anybody talking about that either, do you? But let's build a wall. Let's, you know, let's build a wall. But have you ever thought about, have you ever thought about the fact that if you build the wall and you don't have the talent to do the job for these businesses, where is the help going to come from? Where are the, where are you going to get the human resources from? Has anybody thought about that? You know, another thing I read just shortly ago <clears throat> was that China, <laughs> China raised a couple of tariffs, and the Dow dropped 700 points. Did we not see this coming? Did we not see this coming? We knew it was going to be a tariff of war, nothing new. It wasn't anything to not be expected. Come on now. Did you think that, you know, it was just going to be all glory, all easy? Now, we, we talked about this months ago when we were talking about products that we couldn't get because they came from China and, you know, retailers were having to get other resources, you know, look for other resources because they couldn't get it in from China anymore. So the trade war continued. Did you think that the U.S. consumer was not going to suffer? Did you think that prices weren't going to increase? Did we really think that? 
even the flag, the U.S. flag. Get this. The U.S. flags are even made in China. Just look around your house and see how much stuff that is made in China. But 45 started the war. They started the war without realizing where most of our goods are coming from. You know, and what they framed it as that it was bad news for both sides, but it doesn't look that way now. So now you have increased increased taxes on the American people since most U.S. manufacturers are using Chinese products. And they have to pass on that additional cost to what? To the consumers. So who did it hurt in the end? Which is what we said. Which is what we said. We saw this coming. We saw this coming. We said that. It was just a smoke screen. We tried to tell you that. Because the point that people didn't understand about tariffs is that the import and the export, okay? The U.S. has a diminishing export right now. But we have a great import, and when you import goods, the country that is exporting don't pay tariffs on the goods that are shipped out. So, in other words, China does not pay tariffs on goods that are coming to the U.S. You sent your factories overseas. You sent your goods overseas. Why? Cheap labor. Your resources to make them were cheaper. But you forgot that, hey, that's in another country, and they got your goods got the finished product, not the manufactured product, the finished product has to be shipped from there and imported back here. So then there's a tariff coming on the imported goods back into the U.S. So the manufacturers raise their prices because they have to pay those costs. They have to pay those taxes. And at the bottom line, the consumers pay. So you're right. Both sides did lose. But it seems as if the U.S. has lost more than China. According to this report, the U.S., at the present time, the U.S. imports about $535 billion in Chinese goods annually, while Chinese imports from the U.S. is only $120 billion. That's a difference of $405 billion, y'all. That's almost a $400 billion difference. So who's really losing? And it says, while, you know, while charging of a tariff at the port of entry on imported good appears to be charged to the exporter, those costs usually are passed on dollar for dollar to the customer.
things. And since China's U.S. imports are mostly agricultural, agricultural, any move by China to, li- to, to limit U.S. imports will have serious implications for American farmers, who mostly reside in states where Trump won a majority of votes in the 2016 presidential election. Wow. Sounds like you shot yourself in the foot, but I'm just saying. And he just recently, 45 just recently, Mr. Smith just recently authorized increased tariffs on $200 billion worth of Chinese goods leaving port owner after last Friday. And he's still considering other tariffs on additional $325 billion of Chinese products. While the Dow Jones is still falling, Monday by 580 points. That was 2.24%. And then that was after China retaliated by raising its tariffs on $60 billion of imports. So where is all this going? Where is all of this going to go? Where is it leading? Uh, definitely higher cost in products to the consumer. It's already happening. We already that was going to occur. We said that that was going to happen. But because of the smoke screen, because of everything else that was going on, you know, the fight over whether you should stand or sit for the pledge. Then they changed the narrative and made it about veterans rather than what it really was about. Nobody paid attention to what was going on behind the smoke screen. So we said So now he's going to meet with Xi Jinping again next month. And again, he's saying that their meeting is going to be very fruitful. Well, how many times have we heard that? As this trade war clearly is anticipated. He told him not to retaliate, but hey, this is man's country. His people got to live just like people here got to live. So now instead of it just being 5% on U.S. imports to China, now it's going to be 25% on 5,140 U.S. products. That's what brings it to the $60 billion target. And 
And Judge Jinping is saying that Judge, whatever his name is, Judge Jinping is saying that, listen, just meet us halfway, but what, who defines halfway? What is halfway? And they're saying that, you know, the the prospect that the United States and China were spiraling into a no-holds-barred dispute that could derail the global economy. So now, just like back in 1929 in the Great Depression, everybody's selling off stuff. They're selling off equity. And this started last week. I told you, the Dow has tumbled, and it tumbled again on Monday. The stock indexes are down now more than 2%. But it's not just affecting here because China's yuan currency, it, it, it has fallen to its lowest level since December. And then there they say the oil futures have flown. So where is this trade war going to end? And it's not just one area of the market. It's all areas of the market. It's all areas of the market. Because like I said, you know, we, we get the raw products, the raw materials to make most of our goods, and, and, they're, and they're sent to China. They have them. They have the mineral rights. So then where does that put the U.S. paying higher taxes? at the mercy of China, whether you want to believe it or not, whether you really want to understand it or not. You make ill-advised decisions based on emotion. You can have a bromance with one dictator and a love-hate relationship with another. Really? And at the end of the day, This is making America great? Is it really? Is it really? Are we really looking behind the scenes and seeing what's really going on, or are we just taking it all at face value and say, oh, it'll be all right. It's not affecting me. Well, it may not be affecting you now, but what about later on? Because unbeknownst to you, if you have a 401, if you have a retirement, anything that is linked to the stock market, annuities, any of that, linked to the stock market, then, yeah, it is affecting you. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. But most people don't think about that. Most people don't think about that. I just a trade warrior to work out. Really? Well, is it? Or, again, like I said, have you fallen for the smoke screen again?
So all of these promises of, of it's going to be a great meeting, it's going to be a great meeting, and then you say one thing, and then both parties walk away, and then each do whatever they want to do. And no promises are kept. And the people still suffer. Really? Really? It is chaotic in this country. It's chaotic. It is chaotic now. You can't count. You can't rely on what what you hear on any of the media. You can't rely on what you see. You can't definitely can't rely on what you hear, because everybody's got a different spin and a different side. So what are you going to? Where are you going to get? Where are you going to get your truth from? Do the research. You got to go beyond what's being pre- presented to you up front. And that's the thing. We, we take everything at face value, and nobody wants to go and, and, and research what's really going on. Not until it becomes personal. Not until it becomes personal. We see people being pardoned and, 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 and acquitted and cases dropped, you know, be, be, because of their race or because of their their racist views. While we see people of color having to pay the full penalty and we're saying that that's just how do we get so backwards in, in such a short time? You know, but we're still willing to believe that this is okay. But yet and still, we can go to a game and, and we have no problem high-fiving, as my co-host said, you know, high-fiving and celebrating when our team is, is, is winning and it doesn't matter who's next to us, black, white, Muslim, whatever. Hey, our team score, we're all good. But when we get to the parking lot because of the color of your skin, it's a problem again. What what happened to that unity at the game? Why didn't you transfer at the parking lot? Why didn't you hate him while you were in the stands? See, what's the what is the real motivating factor? Because no longer do we live and, and, and let live, we are we are allow we are allowing systematic doctrines and systematic beliefs to once again enter into our daily lives. And I'm not, and I'm, I'm gonna say it and, and, and uncover and dig up old wounds, things that if we kept moving forward. endeavoring to work together could maybe possibly have been healed. Now you're gonna always have those 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 stone throws who are just not gonna be moved, but for the most part. When you allow people to be people just because they're human. See? 
So, you know, you need to think about that. You need to think about that. Who's really dictating your emotions about how you feel about other Americans in this country, regardless of the color of their skin? I'll let you think about that, and we're going to take a little break, and we'll be right back. I know you want to leave me, but I refuse to let you go. If I have to beg, please, for your sympathy, I don't mind, because you mean that much to me. Outstanding job. Hey, I'm glad she stood in for me, man, because I tell you, some things going on around here at the last minute that Mr. Talk had to handle. But welcome to the show, y'all. I'm back with Mr. Talk, and of course, y'all don't listen to P. Ross. And uh, yeah, I, you know what? I cannot disagree with anything P. said, because P. told the truth about a whole lot of stuff. And of course, a lot of people don't want to hear that. And that's the problem with this country right now. The truth is not what they want to hear. A lot of them want to believe what you see is what you get. But that's just not true. <laughs> oh, that's just not true. Because sometimes what you're looking at, oh, man, it's just an illusion, a big illusion that is always thrown our way to get us off track for what's really going on. Now, you know what? Pete talked about something that was really, really interesting, and that was these tariffs and these uh, these tariffs that's going on. And um, honestly, honestly, 
Y'all know what? <laughs> Pete told the truth on that. You know, and it's bad because this administration is trying to get some more funds to actually help the farmers out. I think Pete talked about this already. Uh, to help the farmers out, man, because the so-called tariffs and, and things they're doing uh, supposedly to hurt Russia, I mean, in China, they're actually um, hurting our own farmers. So now the farmers need money so they can continue to operate their farms, their farms. You know, that, that's crazy. You know, that, that is just absolutely asinine. Y'all see, y'all see I've been learning them big words from Pete, right? That's just asinine, man. You know, you have to take in, in, in the content uh, you know, what things, how things are going to uh, backfire or, re, you know, come back on you. And and that's one of the ones that are, that's bad, very, very, very bad for our own farmers. Yeah. He's seeking $15 billion, $15 billion to subsidy to protect farmers from his own trade war. Yeah, that, that is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. But you're supposed to be out there helping make America great. But you're, you're steady breaking them down. Uh, yes. And that's on top of the $12 billion already earmarked to go to the farmers. You know, what is this about? You know, what is this about? So, you making America great, but the taxpayers are paying, uh, are covering your decision to raise tariffs on, on a foreign, another country. And contrary to popular belief, and it's bad when former staff members and even staff members come out and say, that money is not going to the Treasury. Some have come out and said, China's not even paying any tariffs on any of it. So, who are you believing? Who are you believing? Now, we do know, we do know that um, <laughs> this administration has has a, a, a way of twisting and blaming other folk, calling it uh, uh, fake news, fake when it's really not fake, as we later find out. But we constantly believe that. Why? Why do you believe that continuously? Now, some people are going to say, well, you know, some farmers, they, they done did this and did that and what have you. Those farmers didn't ask to, to, to be given seeds that, that won't grow, number one, because I, there was a story where some black farmers they they had to sue y'all. They had to sue because they were given, uh, um, what is the correct term I'm looking for? Seeds that were damaged. Seeds that were damaged. That that's a shame. That is pitiful. Very bad. Very bad. But now you got a country full of farmers that are struggling because you have decided to put a tariff on another country. That you just happen to get a lot of your, your soybeans and stuff from. Imports. Ugh, that that's not making America great, y'all. That is not making America great. To top it off, did have the taxpayer actually pay for, you know, ask them to give up, you know, pay for subsidies so the farmers won't go under. When you're allowing your ego to get in the way, and all these means are, are so uh, these meetings are going well. These meetings are going well. They can't be going too well. They go well until uh, uh, 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning when the tweet comes out. <laughs> saying something different. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Oh, man. So it, it, it's interesting. It, it, it's interesting that uh, we would be going through this right now because there's so much other things going on. And I, I think a lot of times what happens is we get caught up, we as a society get caught up in a lot of things, and that's how a lot of other things get slipped by. They, get, they go by us. We, we, we just miss it because we, we're focused in on one particular item or news article, like a killing, a shooting, uh, some kind of corruption somewhere, and the really important stuff just slide right on by. Just slide right on by. Yeah, you know, like like these things with with Facebook and social media right now. Everybody's paying attention to one or two things, but you know that's very close. To, it's getting very close to real, real censorship and propaganda. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, you, know, you, you do understand what I'm saying, right? It's getting close to censorship in this country. And to the, I mean, serious censorship, too, where if you don't say something favorable about whoever's in charge, you may end up... Uh, <laughs> I had to watch what I say. But y'all get my drift. You may end up somewhere you don't want to be. That's sad. That is sad. But that's the way we are. You know, and I understand, you know, everybody... You know, this is a very sensitive time, you know, in, in this country's history and in the world. Everybody politically correct. You can't say this and you can't say that. And everybody wants to be right. And, you know, you have all these other different people coming out. They want to be binary. They want to be fruity tooty and all that good stuff. What happened to just living? What happened to just trying to get along? I know it hasn't been a great thing, but there are examples. There are examples where people get along fine for the most part. He mentioned one of them, and this is one of my use all the time, sporting events. People get along just fine. Yeah, you have one or two that may act crazy, but usually that's, you know, alcohol-induced or what have you. But other than that, everybody gets along just fine. But it's something about it's something about when you get around your friends and your family and y'all get in them conversations and everybody trying to prove they're right and want to have their point made, but nobody's really listening. No one's really listening. And you know the, the other interesting thing about this is nobody wants to stop to try and listen. There are families out there right now that are not talking to each other. They are not talking to each other. Why? Because of the, of the political beliefs on both sides. You have individuals like Candace Owens. Now, don't get it twisted. She has a good idea as far as blacks getting away from the Democratic Party. That's not a bad idea. But the other idea of going to the other side, that's just as bad as the, the, the Democratic Party. Yeah, as I always say, the two of them together are not right. They're not. They play off each other. That's all it is. It's a show. It's a show. 
you know, when Congress first was, was done, it was supposed to be the normal, uh, normal people, elected normal people, to represent normal people. That's what it was supposed to be about. That's where for the people came from. Now, for all you woke individuals and all you other people, I know, I know it was not meant to represent the black, you know, the African-American, the, the original, I ever need you, whatever you want to call it, okay? I understand that. But for this purpose I'm talking about right now, okay, for this purpose right now, yeah. So get off your little your crowns and whatever and, and just listen. Just listen. That's another thing, but wait a minute. I I I, I won't go there yet. But see, and, and, and now you look at it today. You elect these people. The problem is, you're electing people that really have no juice. You get new senators in there. Uh, for instance, the, the um, Ahan, uh, what's her name in Minnesota? Fire. Ocasio, the one out of New York. They come in spitting fire. Come in spitting fire. And some of it is the truth. Some of it is the truth. But you know what the problem with it is? You have the old guard up there. You got the McConnells. You got the Grams. You got the Belosi's. You got the uh, Shift and all the mother knuckleheads that have been up there 17, 18, 19, 20, 30 years. And, and the problem is, if you don't go, if you don't go with the program, we must silence you. Hey, but see, here's the catch to that. It's getting to be election time. And see, in, during election time, oh, all kind of philosophies and things change. Oh, yeah. Oh, things change. Prime example. Uh, 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 now, I use this a couple of weeks ago, and I'm going to say it again. Ted Cruz is a punk. Yeah, I said it. I'm going to tell you why he's a punk. Because he stood up there on that stage, 45, the president right now, talked about his whole entire family, insulted them. So when he got ready to run again for his Senate seat, he let this man come up there on stage, smile and giggle, and, and, and let him endorse him? I don't think so. Now, you can look at it two ways. You can look at it two ways. You say, well, that's a perfect example of the game that's being played. Because we know out here on the street, that wouldn't have happened. That would not have happened. Well, you better get away from me. We know this, right? Let's be honest. It's, that's the truth. On the street, that wouldn't happen. But in the political world, that has to happen. Because you have to align yourself with one or the other. But wait a minute, people. No, you don't. The American citizen doesn't have to align themselves with either or. The black community doesn't have to align themselves with either or, contrary to what Candace Owens is out there preaching and talking about. 
Y'all get where I'm going with this? But anytime anyone comes up and presents such a, a, a idea, such as that, oh, they're a radical. They're a revolutionary. And they're going to be attacked. It's coming. Character assassination. If that doesn't happen, <laughs> oh, you done got caught yourself up in the scandal now. You're in trouble. Okay, well, you, you need to back off now. You need to back off, or we're going to show these pictures, or we're going to tell you about this 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 uh, uh, affair you had, whether you had one or not. Now, if that doesn't work, well, we know what the final solution is, don't we? We know what the final solution is. We have seen it in history. I'm not telling you anything that's new. I'm just telling you something you may not have really paid attention to. <laughs> and you know, when you really get down to it, that's one of the issues that we have right now with this political system. That's why it's so chaotic. That is why it's so chaotic, because everybody has to believe they have to be on this side. And then you believe the talking heads, well, you have to be on the right, or you have to be a left. You have to be a conservative. You have to be a Tea Party conservative. You have to be a liberal. You have to be a progressive liberal. What the heck is all that? What is that? More labels to put you in a group that you don't even belong into, you don't even know anything about. But you fall in law because that's what everybody else tells you you are. When are you gonna start thinking for yourself? It's easy to do. It's easy. Once you decide to turn off the programming and the conditioning that you that's in your head. Oh yeah. Don't think everybody's gonna agree with you. Don't think all your friends gonna still hang out with you or talk to you. Be prepared for that, because that's the yeah. Because you no longer are a part of the majority. You are no longer a follower then. <laughs> you know, somebody, somebody, somewhere. Listen to what I'm saying right now. Do y'all understand? That's why it seems so chaotic. That's why you have someone right now talking about, I'm invoking executive privilege. Well, we want your tax returns. New York State say, we got your tax returns, and we're going to pass a bill to where Congress you get your tax returns. Then the other cat goes, well, I don't care what you get. I don't care what you get. I'm not letting anybody testify anymore. Oh, and then the other group goes, well, you know what? We're going to send this individual to prison for contempt, and we're going to continue to try and, and, and subpoena all these other people get to make them testify. Now, and of course, news media is covering it left and right, digging into it, blah, 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 blah. But yet, what is not happening? Nothing is being done for the normal joke. But nobody pays that any attention because the headlines is you got this group against this group. 
and now this 2020 is approaching and most seats are up for election, oh yeah, you definitely can't rock the boat right about now. But you guess what, y'all? Oh, you can rock the boat. You can rock the boat. If you start thinking for yourself, stop being led by the nose and, and all this craziness. Man, have you looked at social media? It is just ridiculous, especially that page. Man, there's so many people out there, so many people that will post stuff, and it's always one-sided, always one-sided, whether it's, it's against a group or for a group. One, and that's the way we've been programmed. It's the one loss, um, one loss type of uh, what, a, what a philosophy I call it. Because I posted it here, that means I won, and nothing you could do about it. But a lot of the stuff that's being posted, nobody's going back to fact check. Nobody's going to, 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 to find out what's true and what's not. Everybody want to attack that senator down there in Minnesota, that female uh, Sudanese senator. Why? Because she wears a hajib? Because she's Muslim? Yes. As soon as the word Muslim came out, nobody really wanted to listen to what she had to say. But if you do, you realize she's not that far off from the truth. And sometimes she's, te- she's right on. But nobody wants to listen to that. Now, I'm not saying everything she says is correct. Or nothing everyone says is correct. Let's be honest about that. I mean, we have, we have a prime example up in the White House right now. Say 85% of what he says is not true or it's twisted some kind of way. My point is this. If we're going to continue to expect something to change, for things to get better, but we continue to let the same people run the country, the same people to run Congress, uh, why do you expect anything to change? No, I'm not going to give you all the definition of insanity. I think everybody knows that by now. But my point is, 2020 is coming up. See, and, and, and what you fail to realize, this political system is set up, is rigged so perfectly. Think about it. When you have the primaries, there's only certain ballots, a so-called Republican given vote, there's only so uh, many certain ballots Democrats can vote. There's some days with independence, you can't vote at all. You can't vote at all. It's rigged. But nobody wants to realize that. Nobody wants to realize that. Every Every four years, we go through this same rigmarole. Hey, the Democrats run through you. The politicians run through your neighborhoods. Uh, they jump all in your in your um, in your church pool pits, and you know they all we need, and we gonna do this, and so forth and so on. Yeah, that's what they say. That's what they say, and we need your vote. Because your vote counts. Now, 
Now, those that listen to the show constantly all the time, you know how I feel about this. And honestly, once again, it has been proven not to mention that every election cycle, it is constantly, constantly, constantly told to you by the experts and everything else. Well, the popular vote is good, but the popular vote is not what elects the president. It's the 270 electoral votes. That's what elects the president. But wait a minute. Isn't the electoral um, um, people supposed to go by the popular, popular vote in their state? That's the way it's supposed to happen, right? <laughs> that is the way it's supposed to happen. But we have examples where it doesn't. It does happen like that. Most of the time, most people have no idea who these dang um, 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 electoral voters are. They're not poor people. They're not living in poverty. They're not living paycheck to paycheck. (laughs) <laughs> That's a fact. Check it out. As I tell y'all, anything I say, y'all go and check it out. If I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. You can email me if you want to tell me I'm wrong. Call on the show, tell me. Mr. Talk, you're wrong. It's okay. But that is why we continue to go through this same cycle Every four years, every two years, every six years. It's the same cycle. Nobody's really digging into what is anybody standing for anymore or what have you done. Oh, well, he's been there for 10, 15 years. Uh, I guess he's doing all right. Knock his name down. Heck, but now your beliefs don't even line up to what he's talking about. He or she is talking about. But you continue to vote for them just because. Where's the logic in that? As I've said on the show many times, if it was left up to me, when they go ahead and start putting those political signs out, vote for force, vote for this person, vote for that person, I would take the Republican off and I would take I'll take the political party off of it completely. Take it off. And I bet you have some interesting changes. Because why? Because we have been conditioned to vote for, look for keywords, and that's who we roll with, keywords. Republican, Democrat, liberal, conservative, right, left. Oh, Muslim, (laughs) American. Refugee, terrorist, am I missing any? Keywords, keywords that are repeated over and over and over. And honestly, once you continue to hear it, like anything else, after a while, you begin to leave, you begin to leave, you begin to believe it. 
what they say about a lie, if you continue to tell it over and over, then it becomes the truth. You think, begin to think it's the truth. So when you tell it so easily, it doesn't even matter after that. And you don't think that's the way we've been played? The citizens of this country? But yet, we continue to do it. We continue to do it. <laughs> you know, you got Mitch McConnell up there. My goodness. Mitch McConnell been up there so long. So, so long. Oh, my goodness. And he 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 is so, you know, it's like the movie, um, what is it? The Distinguished Gentleman and Mr. Smith Goes to Washington for your old heads, old, old heads out there. You know, he's been there so long, he's not, a, he's not afraid to say, no, it can come through, but it's not going anywhere. I'm not even holding a vote on it. In terms of walkaway goes to to Kentucky or wherever the heck he's from. Yeah, Kentucky. There's no penalty for him saying that. Why? Because he's been there so long, he's part of the establishment. He's run the show. Now, if you're a newbie coming in, what are you going to do? Without any hard evidence or any other way to sway him on what he believes, what are you going to do? Fall right in line with the rest of them? Nine times out of ten, yeah, because that's the only choice you have. Or, what's the other way? Well, i tell you what. I'm going I'm to help you with this bill right here. Uh, we're going to help you get this passed. But you're going to owe me. You're going to owe me. Hey, you know what that means, right? <laughs> Oh, later down the line, I'm going to get you. But if by chance you decide to grow, um, grow a pair of cojones, well, you're going to have to pay the piper. Pay the piper. It, it, it's not hard to figure out, people. It's not. The only thing we have to do is open our eyes and take a look at it. That's all we have to do. But at the same time, you have to be objective when you're looking at it. Yeah, 45, Trump. There's a lot of things out there he is doing that is just jacked up. No doubt about it. Oh, my goodness. But there's a couple of things that he has done that has not been so bad. But a lot of people won't admit that because we know he's a pathological liar. We know this. An alternative fact teller, I should say. That's, that's not a, a new anything new. But there are some things he's done well. Not a lot, but some. And you have to admit that. Just like when 44 was in office. Oh, man. Black folk lost their mind. That man couldn't do anything wrong. Well, here's a new flash. Yeah, he did some wrong things, too. He did some underhanded things as well. 
but once again, we were, you know, that's one of those things where my eyes are closed and I'm just going to believe, you know, he do everything right. And, and he's the first black president and we just going to, we're going to overlook all the bad stuff. But that doesn't make him, uh, you know, that doesn't make you a bad person. If you're honest, say, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I like he when he did that. Because he's, I mean, really, he's cool. Had a wonderful family, beautiful wife, daughters, you know, fine. None of, you know, there was no family drama or what have you like that. But don't think the administration was squeaky clean because that wasn't the case. But once again, we allowed ourselves to be sucked in, programmed to believe that was that was it because most people like the president. Most people like his family. Plus, he went orange either, and he had his own hair, although it grayed a little bit. Well, a lot. But yet, yet we allowed ourselves to be sucked in there, too. Almost you know, it's crazy, almost to the point to where, oh, we thought, it, it, a lot of people thought if Hillary was going to get collect, elected, um, this was going to be much of the same thing, which I hate to tell y'all, it wasn't going to be. It wasn't going to be. It, have you paid attention how in the early 90s, mid-90s, when a lot of these people were running for office, they were just ready to do a whole lot of hurtful thing to the black community? Ah, they're criminals. Savages, we must put them in prison. You know, we must do something. Now it's 2016, 17, 18. Oh, yeah, we made a mistake. Oh, now, yeah, yeah. And you think they still don't feel that way? You think they still don't feel that way? A lot of y'all out there believe Abraham Lincoln was such a good person for the black folks. For the slave. Well, he wasn't. He even wrote that if, if he had the choice, he wouldn't. He wouldn't free any slaves. But there, you you read it in textbooks, don't you? Abraham Lincoln signed that Emancipation Proclamation that freed the slaves. Bull crap. And you know the bad part about it. A lot of you that have kids. And they come home and tell you that, especially during Black History Month, you won't even correct them. You won't correct it. That's that's the battle right there, correcting the lies and the the craziness that goes on. That's half the battle. And stop allowing yourself to be labeled. Really? And anybody that's a regular to the show, no, I cannot stand a label. Do not label me a Democrat. Do not label me a a, a, a Republican. I'm not a liberal. I'm not a conservative. I'm none of those things. You would not put me in a box. Because I just don't think one-sided. But that is the societal way. Another way of controlling 
Yeah, another way of controlling. Now, on that part, I must agree with Candace Owens. And because being controlled for the longest by the Democratic Party. Most blacks, yes, they vote Democrat. Not to say there are not any Republicans out there, black Republicans, because we know they are. You know, a lot of blacks call them coons or whatever you want to call them, but th- th- that's their choice and that's what they believe. Does that make them wrong? No. That is their belief. There's nothing wrong with that. And that's the other thing. We're so quick to condemn and, 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 and insult each other because our beliefs are different from yours. Why? Why? If I cut you and you cut me, what color are we going to bleed? It's not going to be Republican and it's not going to be Democrat, is it? No. No. You know, it's interesting. I I, I think about when I see all these things about um, Antifa and the Klan and uh, all this craziness, you know, how people hate each other. You can't stand each other. You don't want to be in a room with each other. But being a veteran and having been in, in, in war zones, it's amazing. It is. It is amazing. You know how I can't stand you because you're a Republican. I can't stand you. You're a Democrat. You, you believe in Ron Paul. You believe in Sanders and so forth and so on. Or in a war zone when bullets get to fly, flying. It's amazing how all that goes away. Isn't it? It's amazing how it goes away. Your brothers in arms then. You're looking out for each other. You watching me out back, I'm watching your back. But then you get to get back here in the real world as we used to call it back in the day. And then you allow yourself to be uh Train and, and propagandized all over again. Now you can't stand me. I don't like you. And that's it. Isn't that an interesting way of, of, of looking at things? And don't get me on the guard thing. Oh my goodness. Y'all, y'all are, oh my goodness. Oh, man. I see you, Triple One. I'm going to get to you in a minute, but I got to say this. And this hit me hard earlier today. And I know some people are about to get upset with me. But you know what? It's okay. Because I'm going to say it anyway. Who told you? Who? Who told you? Who gave you the idea? The cojones that your so-called God was better than everybody else's. Ooh, somebody just creased on that one. But who told you that? Most religions, most religions, not all. Now, let me clarify. I said most, not all. Most religions believe in a deity somewhere, somewhere in you know, that's not an idol or what have you. 
Ghost religions too. But because you you just you know, you just think yours is just uh, bomb diggity and nobody else's matter. So you want them to respect yours, but you you, you trash theirs. So my question is, what kind of God do you serve? Hmm? Isn't that interesting? Just something to think about. Because thinking is something that we seem to be out of these days. We're like robots, just falling in suit, walking down the road. Everybody is just doing... What they do on a daily basis, nobody's really stopping this look and say, oh, my goodness, I'm just a robot. Let me change some of this. And don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. 99% of the, of the citizens of this country is that way. 99%? Yeah, I'm saying 99%. Because between... The boob tube. Have y'all noticed when you watch the boob tube? Have you noticed how the commercials have gotten longer? They're more. The commercials are more. Uh, 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 they're not even commercials anymore. They're selling points. You know, they're always trying to sell you or, or convince you that you need this, you need that, or do you got this? Or you ever notice that? Now, if you're sitting watching the tube. Eight, nine, ten hours, hours a day, and you continue, and that's all you're constantly looking at. You don't even get to see all the show anymore. The show is only like 10, 15, 30 minutes at the most. The rest is infomercials. That's what they are, infomercials. That's what they are, infomercials. And you wonder why your brain is all screwed up. It's a reason why. It's a reason why it's done. It's a reason why it's done. <laughs> but it's all right. It's okay. Because we're going to wake up out of this one day, y'all. We're going we're gonna to wake up out of this. We're going to stop being robots and followers. We're going to stop allowing them to label us this or that. We're going to stop allowing them to pimp us out every election cycle. We're going to stop allowing them to stay up in office 30, 40 years and not do what they're supposed to do. Represent us. But first, we have to correct our own selves first. We have to get ourselves together. And that starts by looking in the mirror and realizing, have, have I allowed myself to be labeled? Have I allowed myself to be placed in a box, even though I may not believe or, 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 or want to, you know, follow this? Let's be honest. Every political candidate, just because they're on one side of it, doesn't mean there's something that you won't agree with that they say. But if you begin in a political, if you get in a political conversation with some of your friends of the same belief, 
uh, same party affiliation, what have you, and they're just bashing that one individual, even though you think there are some good things about the other individual, you won't even say anything. Tell me I'm not telling you what you is the truth. Because you don't want to offend them. You don't want to lose their you don't want to lose what they're talking about. Their friendship. But tell let me tell you this. If my friendship is based on uh, uh, just me following you and not telling you what I really think, I'm not your friend. I won't be your friend. I'm going to tell you what I think. Just like I do right here on this show. <laughs> all right, all right. 27 minutes left. Um, let me go ahead and open up the phone lines. I see I got a couple of callers, so let me get this get them in here before we get out of here. All right, if you want to um, comment on anything I said or what PRL said, just give us a call at 347-838-8622. You can email me at ericletstalk at gmail.com, and our chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. All right, so. Let's bring our first call in and see what we got going on here. All right, Triple One, welcome to the show. Mr. Joe, what's going on? How you doing? It's been a minute. It's not Joe. Eh? Well, get rid of the static here. I know. Oh, well, what I don't have any static in my house. What you, what, you at Joe's house now? Because you got some static just nope. like he do. Oh, okay. Well, I don't have any static. <laughs> don't, but I do. My but anyway, what's going, okay. what's going on, well, man? Get what you got for me? My point of how I think. I don't follow. I've never been a follower to follow nothing. Nobody got to say. Uh, I do uh, and do research and see what I like, not what other people tell me I should like, and I don't spread it for other people to like it because they do. When it comes to Tavis Owen, she's going to tell people what party to leave, leave one party and go into another one. As you say, black people have been Republicans and they've been Democrats. They don't need to be in neither one of those parties, from my opinion. And what destroyed them from being a Republican Party, Tammy need to go do some research and see what happened, the reason they left that party, and for when she come out with this. So Tammy's is nothing important to me and what she got to say because she's been in both of them. So why is she switching one to the other just to get paid? So when you're dancing for bucks, you ain't going to get my attention anyway. So that's what she's doing. Because eventually they're going to throw her on out the door too. Just like when they yeah. use you, they throw you away like an, an old pair of shoes. And then when it gets to these trade wars, nah. Uh, everything's gonna be going up. And guess what Kutlo said? I'm going by what comes out of the mouth of the people that's in the in the positions to tell us what they are doing, not listen to these new media telling us what we supposed to think because we got a brain just like they do. Kutlo said that mm-hmm. when the trade wars and the stuff go up, the taxpayers are gonna pay for it. So why would we be paying for something that right. we didn't ask for? <laughs> well, that's what I'm wondering. I ain't in no in no argument about all this other crazy stuff. And then when it comes to uh. Oh, my third one. The parties I told you about that, and then Tammy Owens, and then that, and then all these people going to jail. I heard this man's own lawyer for ten years say that he was a crook. It came out of his mouth. So if he tell you he's a crook and he worked with him and he was a crook, what else are you supposed to believe? I said one thing good. I'm yeah. gonna say about this man. I'm gonna say one thing about him. Uh-huh. I'm glad that he's bringing all of the, as he say, to the forefront. All of the crooked stuff he did all his life, and he brought his friends along with him, like Julian and all the other ones, and maybe we'll be a new day, a new time. 
this is what I'm saying with my opinion of observation. Not no TV shows, because they don't know no more than I do. <laughs> so that's the way I see it, and that's why I don't call it. And one more thing, how many guns have you been seeing being taken away since this man been president? How many weapons Everybody have I seen being taken away? Yeah. No. Everybody else is worried about their guns being taken away. This man that was uh, live close to Jay-Z or Beyonce or wherever, all those guns uh-huh. that came out of his house, did they take them from him or did they leave him with them? And it's not the first one. Hmm. And the NRA even. Well, <laughs> yes, that is true. So we, the NRA we have to look trouble. at stuff like this. And all these states mm-hmm. talk about abortion and uh, uh-huh. abortion laws and what they want to uh-huh. do with abortion. I right. wish they'd get out of other people's business and mind their own. <laughs> that's not going to stop nobody from getting an abortion. It doesn't make no sense. So if you go to a state that you can get an abortion, what good is it going to do for your state, state to not have it? That means another state will just be making the money, even though I don't believe in abortion. I see that somebody is their own business of what they want to do with their bodies and not no other people to try to tell them what to do with it because they want to abort them. They want to abort them after they get here, and then they're going to turn around and tell you black women have that in, in childbirth more than any other women. I'm like, how does that supposed to go together? Well, may, I have to think about what Mr. Smith has to say when he's trying to tell me something to get through to my school. And abortion is not about us anyway. Because if that was the case, he wouldn't even care. Yeah, well, you know, May, if you ever notice any around election time or anything like that, abortion always becomes a big subject and issue. And now in the politically correct world, you have more women that are being elected to to these congresses, whether it's state or federal, and they're beginning to push it in now. And some of the men, they fall in suit because they feel like if they follow suit, that later on, it'll win them some votes that they may need to keep their seat. Um, as far as Candace Owens, well, you're right, Mays, because she's actually been asked to step down as the communications um, um director of the Turning Point USA organization because some some campuses were upset with her about some things she said about when she did a speech about Hitler and nationalism. So you're right. You're you're absolutely right. You know, she she forgot where she was and who she was until she stepped on the wrong, you know, said the wrong thing and now they asked her to move out. Of course, she gave a um she gave a, a nice little letter that said, "Well, you know, uh yeah, um, yeah, well, you know, I'm resigning because I want to do other things like write a book and, mm-hmm. you know, continue to work on Blexit or whatever. But that was the real reason why, because she had been asked to resign, because they basically started disowning her, saying, no, nah, what you were talking about does not represent what we, we, we believe in. Yes, and I'm saying that train she was on is going to run out one day, just like her and them two sisters running around here with all that noise. They, whatever their name, I forgot their name, whatever their name, them two women, two sisters that be, that eventually... That book dance is going to run out. What are they going to do? They're going to have to go right back to where they started with the same people they used yeah. to be with, and they ain't going to be making yep. the books anymore. And that's the way you're right. Come on. Come on, Diamond and Silk. Diamond and Silk. Yeah. And so we need All to right. stop carrying the water for other people and, and uh, think, look, research, and uh, come to your own conclusion and stop letting other people come to a conclusion for you. And then we'll look, and one more thing before I leave. You know, you notice all these commercials about these women having these babies? I mean, showing these white <sighs> Caucasian women having these babies. Huh? Just watch the commercials and you will see them where they saying they they're not having babies. So now they're showing commercials oh. of how I'm pregnant, and, and every time you see a commercial, that's what you see, see see them doing having babies. I mean, pregnant. Yeah. Well. Because they're short. 
And the other day they yeah. showed this one lady. They didn't show it on the news now. She had she had six babies. This African lady, which they do have them in six. And so they just having one, and then, then other people having six and seven. They still won't catch up. No. So I'm saying, why no. do they keep showing all these commercials? It's just like those medical commercials are telling you you should go tell your doctor to get this medication, and it'll kill you, but you still need to tell him you need it. That's what we're looking at in these commercials with all these women. Want to have babies, but they can't catch up because a lot of them gonna be having nervous breakdowns and doing all kinds of stuff, and we gonna find some dead babies and all kinds of stuff because they were not prepared and ready. They were just doing it because they were told that they need to have some. So with that, I will mm. come to the conclusion and be quiet. Have a good one. <laughs> all right, thank you, Maze. You have a good one as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you did make some points, but I, I, I don't think I've seen that. Well, I know I've seen a lot of commercials, so yeah, I usually turn the channel. Uh, find me a good documentary or something. But, uh, yeah, you, you made a lot of good points, Maze. You, you really did. All right. So we have Maze. So now it's time for Pianki to come in and see what he has to say. All right, Pianki, talk to me. Yeah, who is this we? Hey, did we get to look at uh, that movie I was you on, that Cosmic Slop? That's pretty good, wasn't it? Nope, I, did. I actually didn't get to look at it yet. I must admit. Oh, my goodness, man. I'll get to it. Get to it? I'll get to it. Well, it's not much. you call it to me? Oh, go ahead. Well, you know, it's not much to talk about. Uh, it's phony dossier. That they have Isn't that something They spent all that money All that time Years All that aggravation And it's based on A false document No verification No collaboration whatsoever was extended Just because of the hate Well But uh, That's that's okay Uh, People will die And fester in their hate and uh, they have a right to hate. You got a right to hate. You got a right to like. You think so? Yep, that's, oh, yes. You, I mean, people can look at you and say to themselves, draw opinion, whatever they want to do. How you right. going to stop it? It's not illegal. No, it's not. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, you have some people talking about facial recognition and all that. And I I appreciate the things that the Republican Party done from 1866 on through 1964. 1964, Mm -hmm. that was in your lifetime. And the unanimous votes that came out of their present position in politics where they approved what they approve, Civil Rights Act and Voting Rights Act. Although, uh, you know, the Voting Rights Act basically applied to the South and Southern states, especially Section 5, which uh, judges have gotten, the, the, the Supreme Court has gotten away from because mm-hmm. they don't say you don't need it anymore. you got districts, uh, counties that's majority black, and if there's still voter suppression going on, which you do have voter suppression to go go on in black districts. That you do. 
right? You ever walk up to a polling station in a black district and you're carrying a piece of paper where you have researched candidates and this is who you're going to punch when you get in there and as soon as you approach them, they snatch it out of your hand and put their, put their slate in your hand. I've witnessed that. But uh, that's just the way it goes, I guess. Well, Pretty much. How, was, uh, how did you celebrate your mother's day with uh, Glee yesterday? Yeah. Or are you like. I kiss. Right. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I can say, yeah, I walked by and gave her a kiss on her arm and kept going. Yeah, that's, that's a good thing to do. I'm not at uh, even though, even though I'm not a big believer in in this Mother's Day stuff, I think I feel like it's a lot like Valentine's Day. Because if you don't, if you don't just do it on a daily basis, then why wait till one day to do it? But hey, if if you're gonna spend your money, spend your money. You know, I think you know mothers should be well. I understand everybody's busy, so that's why they celebrate the one day. But you know, I, I think as in a lot of it, it becomes commercialized and. Everybody be, you know, doing what everybody do. Well, it makes good sense. But anyway, I just got back in. I said, let me listen to see what Mr. Talk's talking about. Well, thank you for listening. I talk about a whole lot of things. It depends on, I know you, you know, did. the day started. Yeah, the day started. They started off a little rough, but we, we got it in. You know. Yeah, yep. it's almost about ready to go out, too. So yeah. what's today? Monday, I guess I'll see you. What Friday, Friday I guess? Yep, Friday. Right. Well right. take care of yourself between then now and then. <laughs> I shall do that. Well, thank you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Very, very interesting. All right, so uh, we got about fourteen minutes left, so I I'll run this by you real quick. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Things you know, the the Supreme Court is back in session again, and of course, there's some things that you know they'll be discussing here real quickly. Uh, census citizenship question, and that is very interesting in itself, uh, because the Trump administration wants to add a question about citizenship, um, you know, um, on the census form, you know, are you a citizen and so forth and so on. And, of course, there are other folks that are saying, nope, you can't do that because why would you want that all of a sudden? So the Supreme Court will actually get to hear that. And um, with the census coming up, hopefully, hopefully they'll make a decision before beforehand. Um, you know, it's interesting because now you're seeing the, the, the effects of, you know, adding certain judges, certain judges to, to the um, Supreme Court, to the court itself. You know, to where it's is basically equal down the line, you know, one neutral. And it'd be interesting to see how some of this stuff come out. Partisan gerrymandering cases, that we talked about this as well. Uh, yeah. And as Democrats in North Carolina argued before the court that Republicans constructed the state's congressional district in favor of the GOP and Republicans in Maryland, uh, in Maryland 
alleged that Democrats in the state redrew a district in such a way that eliminated a GOP congressional seat. <sighs> yeah. So we heard all this before, so we will see. The high court has previously noted that state legislators drawing a congressional district in an inherently political process and that it can be difficult to tell exactly when those maps have become too partisan. Yeah, so here we go. We've been there before. But here's one that's, that's interesting that actually has been decided already, which is very, very quick, <laughs> which shows me that, uh, you know, this wasn't much, much to this case. Can Apple face a class action lawsuit? No, um, yeah. Apple, in that case, ended up at the uh, Supreme Court uh, whether to allow a class action lawsuit alleging the tech giant has a monopoly over iPhone apps to move forward. Well, so forth and so on. Apple's well, Attorneys for Apple and the U.S. government argued that the developers are the ones responsible for any price increases, but some of the justices, including Kavanaugh, questioned that argument. How do we know the 30% charge is not affecting the price, he asked. Well, you know, I would take you out through all that. But anyway, they have a ruling already. And it goes, Supreme Court rules iPhone users can sue Apple over App Store prices. The Supreme Court ruled on Monday that iPhone users can proceed with a class action lawsuit against Apple over its control of app sales in a ruling that could threaten the company's exclusive marketplace of third-party software. A group of consumers had sued Apple, claiming that the company's monopoly over its app store led to inflated app prices. Apple disputed the legal legality of the suit, arguing the consumers had no standing to sue the company because it merely operated an intermediary between, as an intermediary between users and the developers who make and sell the app. All right, the Supreme Court had ruled in 1977 that only direct purchasers of products have standing to bring antitrust lawsuits. In his decision, Kavanaugh rejected Apple's argument that it was the app developers and not the company operating the app store that sold the programs directly to users. Apple's theory would provide a roadmap for monopolistic retailers to structure transactions and manufacturers with manufacturers or suppliers so as to evade antitrust claims by consumers and thereby thwart effective antitrust enforcement, Kavanaugh wrote. Leading the dissent for the four conservatives was Justice Neil Gorsuch, who, like Kavanaugh, is a Trump appointee. Now, why they had to put that in there? Just because Gorsuch argued that if Apple's app store practices were, are indeed mono, mono uh, monopolistic, then it would be the app developers who are harmed and have standing to sue and not the consumers. Gorsuch was judged, was joined by Chief Justice John Roberts and Justices Samuel Alito and Clarence Thomas. Okay. And um, Apple had been, been uh, sued by four plaintiffs in 2011. So, We'll see how far that goes. So if you have an Apple device and you've been using the um, App Store, you may be able to get in on a class suit. You know, I remember I got in on a class suit one time, 
And I thought I was going to get a whole lot of money. Y'all know how much I got out of my class suit? Two dollars and some change. You know why? Because the class suit involves a whole lot of people. But if you want a job, want to go right ahead. It's just interesting if you win. You know, you think you'll get some money. Yeah, two dollars and and they put it in a check at that. <laughs> oh Lord! Oh man! It was just crazy to me. But anyway, that's gonna do it for me, man. Uh, you know, hobby. It's been fun. I want to give my co-host a shout out because she handled things while I had an emergency, and I want to give a special shout out to her because she did an outstanding job. Um, and, of course, all my listeners, thank you for hanging in there with us. It, it was a rough day, but we got through it. And I appreciate Mays and Bianchi for calling in with their opinions, as always. You know, like, you know what? Before I go, and, and Joe, Miss Lady, and all my other regulars that call in a lot and listen, I want to say thank y'all because no matter what, y'all stick with me. You know, y'all hang out with me. Even though y'all may not agree with some of the things I say, which I love, I, I can't deny that I love that, and I want to give a special thank you to each and every one of you because I know, you know, without y'all, a lot of times the show would be boring. <laughs> you know, but you do. I, I do also want you to know that I learned as much from you as I hopefully you do from me. So once again, I want to say thank you very much. Okay, well that's gonna do it. We're gonna get up out of here, man, because. I got to go bowling. All right, so uh, since there's no last words, I just said them. Just remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with an open heart, but make sure you forgive yourself first. And the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. You can laugh at yourself, everything else is just groovy. All right, so until Friday, man, 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, I want to say thank you for listening. This has been Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, Mr. Talk saying, see you Friday. Y'all have a great week. We'll take you out of here with some baby face. We got love, baby. Bye.
right now. 